Welcome to Janolaism. I am your host, Jasmine Nola, and this is my podcast where I say what I want and I keep it real. I discuss celeb gossip, reality TV, and everything I'm going through weekly. While I talk, I'm usually sipping my drink of choice. Now, that would have been my intro probably three years ago, but things have changed, and we are adding a new segment called Realish. This is going to be where I'm either talking about serious topics going on in the world or interviewing someone about a certain topic, whether it be race in America, becoming a mother, a business owner, so on, so on. You get it. I'm going to have a different guest every week. They're usually my friends or my family and sometimes literally a total stranger. So sit back and enjoy. This is my advice, my opinion, and as you all know, you can either take it or leave it. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Jay Novelism. It's Monday. You know what that means. We are doing reality recap. Um, but before we start, I'm just going to be really honest. I watched Your Housewives of New York and I was just underwhelmed would be the word. Like, it just, it didn't, I had it on and I was trying to take notes. It just didn't feel right. I couldn't, there was nothing that stood out to me. So like, I'll talk about what I remember, but mm, yeah, I don't know what's going on. It, it's the second episode. So, you know, that happens sometimes. I'm not going to judge it too bad, but like if by the fourth episode I'm feeling the same, then we're not going to recap it because what will we be recapping? You know? Um, Jersey is coming to an end. We had the finale last week, so that was exciting. Um, but again, I was, it just, I think, you know, we know, this is what I will say. And I think this is just about like reality TV in general, like in the last few years, it's not how it used to be where like, we didn't know things until they aired. It's like, we have inside sources, you you know, you have people posting, you follow people on social media. So even if they're fighting, you know, we're seeing pictures of you together, which means you've obviously made up or whatever, whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? So I don't, and with Jersey, it's like, I feel like the end of the season was pushed to like Melissa and Joe, which we know like their storylines are always fake. And so the last few episodes, I just either, I didn't watch I caught up very easily with like the clips of like all the Bravo and Jersey Housewives and all of that that I follow on Instagram. Cause like, honestly, that's really like how you can watch shows now. If you don't really want to sit and spend an hour because the full hour does not have everything you want. You can go on one of these little like Instagram pages or blogs and they'll post maybe like four uh, videos. Fendi, sit down. Um, and you could get your recap right there. So that's what I did with Jersey. Because I just feel like I knew it was going to, it's it's the closing. We're going to, it's about Teresa and her new man and what she's doing with her life. Jackie and her family are fine. Blah, blah. Um, Melissa and Joe are still fighting. Dolores and Margaret had a problem with, jo- like, I didn't even need, I didn't need to fully watch the episode to know what goes on. You know what I mean? So I'm going to do a recap. It's going to be quick because what? 
don't really I'm not gonna dwell on like the little things because when I watch when an episode's not good I talk about like oh little things here and there like oh my god why did Margaret wear that or stuff like that but when I don't watch fully I can't really give you that so I apologize I will fully be watching I want to preface this that I will fully be watching the reunions I think it's only a two-parter um Jersey is going to get my full attention with that because I mean how can you not I'll sometimes not like I think it was last Real Housewives of New York the last season I didn't watch yes I did because Leah I think it was the season before that. I think it was Bethany's last season that I didn't watch that she was before Leah came on and I didn't watch I watched maybe like four episodes of the season and then I watched the reunion and I knew exactly what was going on. You can do that. Um, gonna take a sip. Uh, so I also will say that um, I am recording this right before I put it out. So the drink of choice this morning because it is 7 a.m. is a coffee. So gonna take a sip and let's dive in. I mean, I could be a um, barista. Let's start with New York because I really don't have much to say. Ebony. Ebony, 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 Ebony and Ivory. Because uh, obviously Ebony and Leah. But anyway, we are brought in, you know, to start this episode. And we get to see Ebony's apartment that apparently she bought or has or is no, she didn't buy it. Her ex-fiance bought it uh, for her, but he doesn't live there anymore because obviously it's her ex. Let me say this. The house looks unlived in. I think it's a stage. I think it's a stage home. I just do. It doesn't look. I feel like Ebony is really like loud and extra and fun. And this house seems way too polished for her. Again, her, her ex-fiance could have decorated it. But at the same time, I just feel like, eh, eh, you're not pulling the wool over my eyes. This is one of her friend's apartments. Obviously, that's not factual. I don't really know. But that's the vibe I got. It didn't feel homey. She didn't even look like she was comfortable. But I will say, to help her out, she did really explain how, like, she's not comfortable in the home. Because it's not hers, but JK. But because this was supposed to be her home with this man and it no longer is. So like she can't even sleep in the bedroom that they have. She doesn't sleep in that bedroom, like her main bedroom, her master. Because, you know, that was the bedroom she was supposed to share with him. And it goes to Leah's confessional. And I'm with Leah on this one. Because I feel like me and Leah like are on the same level mentally. Fendi, stop. He's like scratching at his bed. Mama is recording, please. And Leah goes, you mean to tell me? This man has not told you to leave and he is still paying the rent. She goes, I would be so comfortable in this house. I would too. So that's why it just doesn't, even whether like or not this man is like your man anymore. I just don't get why it's that hard for you to like be comfortable in a house, especially that you don't have to pay for. I feel like that's even more comfortable. I don't have to pay. This is not any of my money. Oh, we are going to live it up in this. I think she said she, they were in Tribeca. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm not really a downtown girl. I'm a wherever the rent is free girl. That's my lifestyle. But, you know, whatever. Um. Oh, I did, like I said, when I watch, I have little tidbits. Leah had a pink, a huge pink bowl. Like she was going to the Met Gala, but she had on a drawstring hoodie. Black. 
I didn't get that. I know she's really like, you know, she thinks she's in the fashion scene and she's cool and like out there, but like she looked the mess. It just wasn't needed. And it's also like, you guys were filming during COVID. So it's like, no one was pulling out looks like this. It just, we were all, I get like, you want this sweatsuit, but make it fashion. It was like, no, sweetie, like, it's fine. Just wear the sweatsuit. The black drawstring hoodie is fine. We're happy with that. I didn't need that big pink uh, bow on your shoulder that looked like Anna Wintour just like you were running around doing errands and Anna was like, do you want to come to the Met Ball? And you were like, yes, put that bow on. No, you know, less is always more, you know, is it Coco Chanel that said, you know, like look in the mirror and take one thing off, take several things off sometimes, you know? Um, again, I will say I really enjoy Leah and Ebony's friendship, but I do feel I like Ebony. I really do. But there's something underlining there and I don't know what it is, but I can't get a feel on it. I don't know if she's being super judgy. I don't know if she's like also not, I'm not judging her because like she is new coming into this. She's also the first black woman coming into this. So I understand like how I can't, I can't, I can because I'm a black woman. And I've gone into white spaces of just white friends before or new friends. So I understand that. Plus she's being filmed, but there's something that's like, she's guarded. There's a wall up and it feels very like she's saying all the right things, but it doesn't feel authentic. You know what I mean? Like I like her and the things that she's saying, I'm like, yes girl. Or yeah. Okay, cool. She seems like chill, but then I don't think that she's chill because then when she explains about this man, so let me say this, the reason her and her ex fiance are no longer together is because um during quarantine in the beginning he left new york and went to new jersey to um quarantine with his children and left her in new york again this yeah i understand how she could be upset by that i need more information i need to know how old are these kids i need to know where you asked to go and you didn't want to go I also need to know, does he have a home in New Jersey or was he staying with his kid's mother? Like, was he staying with his kids at their mother's house? There's a lot that goes into before I judge a situation. There are three sides to every story. One person, number one, person, number two, and the truth. Always. Just always. So I'm not saying Leah's a liar. That's obviously her interpretation of the situation. But like what I need, everything. When did he leave? How long was he there? How many kids does he have? How are how old are all the kids? Um, were you asked to go? Did you decide not to go? Because um, if, let's say this, if she was not asked to go, then red flag one is put up. If he is staying with the children's mother, like in their home, that's mm, red flag number two for me. And then the third flag would have to be like, was he coming home in between state? Like, was he, well, no, because if you were quarantined, quarantining, you really couldn't come back. See, this is why all the information is needed because I can't really make a full assessment until I have all the facts. But I feel like this man is still offering to pay for your apartment, for his apartment that you he's not kicking you out of so like i i don't know him personally but like how, he didn't ask you to stay with him or like ask you to come to new jersey at all 
Have you met, has she ever met his kids? How long were you dating? You know what I mean? Like, I need all these, I don't know. I feel like Ebony is giving us like surface level information and I need everything under in the dirt with the worms and the dirty insects. And she's not giving that to me. So until she does, I can't make an assessment and I can't give you all my full opinion. So let's move on. Um... With Ebony and Leah's little meetup at her ex-fiance's apartment, the dog was eating the food. Um, hmm. I'm taking a long pause because I'm really thinking if I want to say this. So I'm going to sip my coffee because I need more energy. Let me say this. The first shot, it looked as if like maybe someone, hand, he was on the floor with it, which is fine. You know, like maybe it dropped, someone dropped something on the floor by mistake and it's like, oh, it's fine. The dog will eat it. I get that. They had like the coffee table had like um other food on it. They had tomatoes, um some meat, I think some meat, some cheeses, whatever. The dog's neck was reaching and it was licking the tomatoes in the bowls with all the other tomatoes. That's nasty. I would just be like, girl, I need some new tomatoes. Or also, like, you let your dog do that. I don't know. I, that rubs me the wrong way. I don't let... I've had three dogs, and that includes Fendi, and, like, we don't do that. No. You just don't. That's just a no-no. I don't do dogs at the table. I don't personally feed dogs table food. I guess, but I've also had little dogs. I will, and this was a little dog. I don't feed, if it's like a big pit bull or something or like a lab, like they can handle that. They're a big dog. So like, yeah, if I give you, the most I've done is give Fendi a French fry from like a fast food place. If we're in the car together and he's like staring at me and I'm like, this is awkward. And like, you're judging me because I'm eating McDonald's in the car. So like, have a fucking French fry, shut the hell up, sit down and mind your business because it's, this is my life. I do what I want. I don't say anything when you lock your, when you lick your genitalia. I let you do you. So can I eat the fry in peace? Thanks. Um, I don't go further than that, you know? So that rubbed me the wrong way. And mm, Ebony, so like, mm, I need more info on her. I didn't like that. Um, okay. Let's start about something really serious. Sonia. I'm concerned and not in the usual way that I'm concerned for Sonia, like for her drinking or like the things that are coming out of her mouth. Where is her money? You know what I mean? Like I understand that her ex, I think it's John Adams Morgan. He is like not paying her. He has not paid her any money and they've been separated, divorced since 2006. I understand that. She's due a lot of money. I think she she's due like over three, three mil, three million exactly or over three million. Like, he's not paying her anything, which is really fucked up. Like, I haven't been cursing on this podcast because, like, I've been trying to, like, be on this journey. But, like, there's no other way to describe that. Can you imagine? You are the, I think he's the great-grandson because he's 90, so he's pretty old. Yeah, he's not, like, the great-great. He's the great-grandson of J.P. Morgan. And you cannot pay your ex-wife. Also, she is his fourth ex-wife or his third. Either way. You know, so he probably has a lot to pay, but that's not my business. Don't marry all these women then if you're not going to give them their money. That is so messed up. And they have a child together, his last child. 
I will say, it's messed up, but at the same time, Sonia has been on Housewives long enough that I I need to know what she's bringing in. Like, what is Bravo paying her? And why is she always seem to be like living paycheck to paycheck? It's very concerning. I, I, I really would be concerned and like, if she, if I was Quincy, whatever money, it's not her job, obviously, but like, she's, I think she's 18. So like, you're about to come into a lot of money. So like, whatever I've been getting from daddy, I would give to my mom. Cause like, it's embarrassing that this woman has been making toasters and clothing lines and, um, tipsy girl drinks. It's, it, whatever else other things she's come up with. And now I understand. So like now looking back when like Bethany chewed her out about tipsy girls, like this poor woman is literally trying to do anything to pay her bills because her ex-husband who is one of the most richest people in America, if not the world is not paying her what she was owed. So it's so ridiculous to me. Um, I'm with Leah. I mean, not Leah, Ebony, when she was like, you need to be looking at your books. You need like, you need a new accountant. You need someone to help you manage your money. Um, it just is very, I'm, I'm very concerned in a, in a serious way. I don't understand what where is all her money going because she is making money off of bravo and sonia has been on she wasn't on the first season but i think she's been on so let's see sonia morgan she's been on since at least sonia's 57 she looks amazing good for her happy for her that's really weird because she's only a little bit older than my mom but she she looks a little older than 57 okay so let's see career She has been on, she joined the third season. So she's been on since, she, she's, it's been 10 years, over 10 years. Cause now we're in 2021. She joined the cast in 2010. So that's ridiculous that it, we're still not, I don't understand. Like she has to be making money, but that townhouse, but I thought he paid for the townhouse, but the upkeep, I don't know. I need to know what is her net worth? Let's start with the net worth. She is only, her net worth is $8 million. That's not a lot for someone in her, one, because of who her ex-husband is, that's not a lot. And two, because she's been on the show for so long. What is Sonya's net worth and how does she make her money? This was March 21st. People are very, I'm not the only one. Oof. It's really sad. I don't know. She needs to like sell. Okay. 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 So this woman is just bad at managing her money because right here, according to Business Insider, she one We all know she's a fan favorite. She has been earning an estimated of $426,000 per season since 2014. 
she's just bad at managing her money. So I'm not going to talk about this anymore. I don't feel bad for her. I'm concerned still. I'm concerned that she doesn't know how to manage her money. She's, you know what she's been doing? She's been putting her money into all these little pockets and she should be investing. She, what she needs to do is stop making your own brand and invest to go off of, um, like what we're, it's not really going off. We're still talking about the same thing, but I was listening to this podcast and Emma Grady was on it. I think I'm saying her last thing wrong, but she is this beautiful woman. If you don't follow her on Instagram, you need to. So she is behind good American. Um, also that new Chrissy Teigen and, um, Chris, Chrissy Teigen, Chris Jenner brand, um, like of cleaning supplies and also behind skims. So I was listening to a podcast and she was kind of talking about how she got into her business and she used to work when she, she's, she's British. So when she used to live in the UK, she was a part of helping celebrities get a part of endorse like brands and getting endorsements and doing stuff like that, like getting a, being a part of brands. And then she realized that like she was getting all these people, all of this money by like helping them with these deals, but and she was only getting like a percentage. So what she started doing is she started coming up with brands and finding celebrity faces to them, but they're technically like her, it's her idea, her brand, and she puts a celebrity with it. So she's getting more money. That's what Sonia needs to do. She doesn't need to be the face. Nobody wants to buy anything from Sonia Morgan. I'm so sorry. I love you, but no. You don't need to be the face. You need to invest in a company that's kind of, you know, up and coming like a young someone like me you know give me some money Sonia I'll make you some money but make my podcast room buy me a camera I'll do all the work and you can get the profit call me have my people call your people no have your people call my people and by my people I mean me you can get me um on Instagram at Jasmine Nola two A's at the end thank you you know what I mean like something's wrong. You need to be doing the, I I should not be talking because I am terrible at managing money. But if I was in her situation and I know that at this point, her husband, her ex-husband is 90 years old. He most likely will croak and he has money. So like sometimes people with money, they have the means to like live a little longer. I'll give him to at least 98. So she has about eight years left. She's not getting that money. He has the best lawyer's money combined. And she obviously doesn't have any money because who knows what she's doing with it, you know? So what needs to happen is you're never going to get that money. He's going to croak. He has so many wives, so many kids. Obviously her daughter Quincy is going to get some money. Maybe, you know, ask her for a loan or invest in her. I don't know. She's 18 now. He can't really tell her what to do. She seems like a really fun girl. I would... I don't want a podcast from Quincy. I would love a YouTube page. You know, some, I get why these parents, I'm not saying I would pimp my children out, but I'm saying that if money was tight, I would pimp my children out. You know what I mean? Like we have to do what we have to do. Everyone has to pull their, their weight. Quincy is a beautiful girl. She just uh, made, I think I said this the last episode, she just made her Instagram public. She seems fun. She seems like a low-key alcoholic like her mother. But listen, great personality. I can already tell by the captions and the photos. I would love an Instagram with her. I mean, a, um, a YouTube page with her. Get ready with me or like a night on the town. My favorite restaurants in NYC after Corona. 
what my friends do at the Hamptons, the places we stay, where we go. This is where I got my bag. Um, you know, tag me, pay me. I don't know, but like, it's Quincy's turn to pull her weight. She's barely been on the show. All these other Bravo kids have really, you know, look at Avery. Brielle Berman, Kim Zosiak's daughter. Homegirl has been clearing checks since seven. She's a little annoying, maybe racist. Um, the face looks mm, crazy, but she she does what she has to do. Okay? Brooks, one season, doing what he needs to do. Brooks on, in case you're confused, uh, Salt Lake City, Meredith's child. You know what I mean? These Some of these kids have really... The Judiches? I'm sorry, Quincy. We can get a YouTube page from you, okay? We can catch up. Tell us everything. Because what's not right is that poor Gia has gotten accused of snorting coke. Melania has been a terror since the beginning. I don't really know much about the other two girls, but like, you know, they're a part of it, you know? So all these other children have really had to pull their weight. And I think it's time. I don't think it's bad if Sonia tells her daughter, this is what you're going to do. I'm not asking. I'm telling. Because if it, let me say this. Let me take a sip of coffee and then I'm going to move on. What I would tell my daughter if I was Sonia Morgan, Quincy, sweetheart, come sit next to me. Let me explain something to you. If I wasn't out there back in the 90s, hustling, working at any restaurant to get a peek at your father, for him to get a peek at me, one, you wouldn't be here. Two, you wouldn't have the money that you eventually have coming in once he croaks. So what we're not going to do is leave mama out to dry. Because without me, sweetheart, there would be no Quincy Morgan. Okay? So what we're going to do is we're going to make this YouTube page. We're going to get some hashtag ads on Instagram and then we're going to give me 5%, 10 if you even question what I'm saying right now. And that's what we're going to do. And if you don't like it, she can't really tell her to F off because she needs her. So like, you know what I mean? Like take, take, take the conversation as lightly as you can, but you know what I mean? Just let her know about herself. Without Sonia Morgan, where would Quincy Morgan be? Nowhere. So show some respect, Quincy. Do what you need to do for your mother and give her 5% of whatever. How about just don't even do the YouTube page. I'm sure you get an allowance. I'm sure you get money that hits your account. Every time you do it, act like it's church. Pay your tithes to your mother. Give her 10% every time you get money in the bank from the Morgan clan. Let's move on. I'm mad. Um, Ramona and Ebony, I can already feel the toxicness of it. And that might be the only thing that keeps me in because I know something's going to happen there. Um, I will say, I feel like Ebony might've been reaching with the help comment. I know this sounds bad because like no one should be called the help, but like one, I think the woman was white. So like, she'll be okay. And then like two, I don't, I, I know Ramona is terrible. She is. And she's most likely a racist. I could smell it on her. But I don't even think she meant it like that. Like she, that woman has never, she needs help. She looks a mess. She had pink hair at 60. She's not well. So like, it's, it's wrong. But like, 
when she's like, did she just call her the help? Like, she did. She was like, I need, she was like, because, like, the help. This is why I don't like watching in black movies. It took me years to watch the help because it just is really triggering, especially if you're going to be around a lot of white people. It's like, then just don't be around white people if everything triggers you. And that's not, uh, it's not our, it's, I'm not blaming Ebony that everything triggers her. I understand. Like, <clears throat> I have a lot of white friends. So like in high school, when all those slave movies would like come out, I wouldn't see them because it's like, how can I sit? How can we go to Applebee's after the football game? And all I can think about is how most likely your ancestors were whipping the shit out of mine, you know? So it's like, no, I'm not going to watch that and put that aura in my head. It's such a young age. Now it's different. I'm old enough. I can have an educated conversation about it. And it's different. But back then, I just wanted no parts. Because it's like, I know what happened. You know what happened. And you probably don't give a damn, but I do. So then that makes me more mad. Like, why am I so angry and you're not? But I'm, I'm 15. I shouldn't be carrying around that baggage. You know, let's move on. Because we're getting to 30 minutes. And I said this wasn't going to be long. Um, that's really all I have. Oh no, there's one thing that stuck out to me. No, more happened in the episode, but really all that like stuck out to me, but two things stuck out to me. And then we're going to move on to Jersey. Sonia and Ramona trying to fix that pool and turn it on. And then Sonia goes, remember back in the day when we had black and white TVs? When I tell you, I rolled off my couch and cackled and then had to rewind it to rewatch the whole scene. That was the best thing so far. Uh, and that is why I love Sonia. And that's why I think that's why it concerns me because I really, you can tell she is such a good person with a good heart and she's just a little, she's off. And I don't know if she needs medication. I don't know if she needs therapy. I don't know what it is. I feel like she came from nothing, got into this lifestyle and now she, she's a hustler, but she's hustling wrong. Cause you can tell like she, you know who she needs to sit down with? Chris Jenner. Because let's not forget, Chris Jenner was a flight attendant when she met Robert Kardashian. She had her life planned out and she did what she had to do. It fumbled, but she got right back up. Sonia has fumbled and she hasn't gotten back up and she needs that push to get back up. Maybe marry a new man. Or if you can't, start wheeling and dealing like Chris Jenner. Pimp out your mother kids i'm telling you there's nothing wrong with it chris jenner has made a life out of it now she her kids are billionaires okay um and then last but not least i will say i really did like seeing all the ladies get pretty vulnerable when they did like that energy thing i don't remember the exact word for it but when they sat around and they they pretended to be at burning man or wherever um before my time don't know about that but you know and leah breaking down was really sad and Ebony breaking down was really, really sad. Um, Ebony really made me, I didn't tear up, but I felt it just because not that I have a really, really big family, but I do, un- like, I feel like my mom is, even though I have a huge family and I would never be alone if something happened to my mom, but like me and my mom just have a bond where like my, I feel as if like my mom is all I have. And then if my mom like is gone, then like, I just, I'm gone. You know what I mean? So when she was speaking about saying how like her grandmother is really sick and then all she has left is her mom and she doesn't really have any other family. So she needs to really work on finding a husband and having kids and making a family for herself. I felt that because that really is true. 
again, I do have a big family, but for some reason it's just like, I feel the exact same way. Like once my mom is gone, don't call me. Well, call me because you might need to check on me because I won't be well. Um, let's move on because now I'm getting like sad. Um, but that was really it from New York. I don't even remember what the previews look like. As I said, I will wait. I'll give it to the fourth episode. I think it's going to get better. I'm hoping for the best. Um, and that's that. So let's move on to Jersey. I don't, again, didn't watch it, but this is what I have to say. Jennifer Aiden getting that yellow diamond to die for. I Bill is the best housewife, hands down. I don't want to talk about anybody else. There's no one else that could do it better. That's it. Um, what else happened? Teresa's new boyfriend, Scammer. She's used to that. Happy for her. She seems happy. I'm happy for her. I just hope he doesn't scam her out of any money. What else is there? Um, Dolores and Margaret coming at Joe Judice's neck for how he came at, um, Dolores. Sorry, my mouth is getting dry, so I took a sip of water. Um, bravo, ladies. Happy for you. You did what needed to be done. Joe Ju... No, not Joe Judice. Oh, my God. Uh, Joe Gorga. So sorry. Um, but I'm not. He His mindset. He's living in a different time. And Margaret said that to him. He was like, I'm living in 2021. She was like, no, you're here, but your mind is like not. And that's exactly it. And I think a lot of men are like that. Um, I think a lot of men were raised like, it's also what, it, it's not his fault. It's his fault to grow now because he's been called out on it. It's not his fault that that is his mindset. Because, you know, you are um, what you've seen and how you've grown up. And it's obvious that his parents had that dynamic. So that's what he thought was right. And also, as Melissa said, like she was, you, she thought that's what she wanted. That's how she was also raised. But as she got older, she's just like, she doesn't want that life for her. She doesn't just want to be a housewife. You know, she's on a show called Real Housewives, but you know, that's neither here nor there. We're not going to focus on the negatives. Let's be the positive. And you know, she doesn't want that anymore. She wants to be an independent woman. Not saying housewives can't be independent women, but the house a, a a real housewife like back in the day you know was what joe is thinking but now women we are modern and we have jobs we have children we take care of our children we take care of our husbands you know we do it all or we don't we get a nanny it's just i think people in this generation and i feel like he's on the cusp of like they're in their late 40s so he's older and what he saw and how he was brought up and also their relationship has just been that way let me say this the same way melissa i'm trying to say this because i am a woman so i understand but you just it just is what it is it's the truth the same way melissa is saying joe needs to understand that she wants to change melissa needs to understand that this is who joe is and he doesn't want to change nor does he have to the same way she doesn't have to stay the same that's their prerogative you know as britney spears would say so i think this is where a lot of marriages end also i think it's a fake storyline but it is a good one that we can talk about as a topic you know what i mean like this happens where no one is at fault here joe gorga has been up front and said what he wanted in a wife and from the get-go and melissa was that and now as she's grown up and gotten older and tasted what it's like to be, wow, I don't need to just stay home. I'm more than that. 
she wants more for herself and still wants to be with her husband and have children, but she wants to do other things. There's nothing wrong with that either, but someone's going to have this again, Nadia, my therapist, she made it. This was something she told me because she told me when I would talk about my relationship, Robbie, she was like, someone has to bend or you'll break. And that's just the truth. And one per it and, and that is for every situation. And but it also can't be the same person bending. And it does come off as as Melissa is the one bending. She's trying to do both and she's bending and she's bending and Joe's not bending with her and she's gonna break and she's either going to stay in her marriage and end up like Jennifer's mother, or she's going to break and leave him. And no, he, he is not going to find anyone else. He is a midget. He is a misogynist. And no one, and a, and a crook. And that's my recap. I hope you enjoyed it. That's what, just what I have to say about him. I know I ended that really abruptly and mean, but that's how I feel about it. Um, so I know that the storyline is fake though. So again, I always said all that and they'll be together. They're posting things about how much they love each other right now. You know what I mean? That's what I mean with Instagram now and the reality TV. We have no buffer between knowing really, we know what's already going on. So it's like, even if I was waiting for next season, it doesn't matter. I already know her and Joe are still together. So all that for what? But, you know, I got to talk about it. It gave me something to talk about. So thanks for that. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the recap. And until next time, bye. And that wraps it up for this episode of Janolaism. You know where to find us at Janolaism on Instagram. And please share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. If you don't have Apple Podcasts, Oh, you're a droid user. Sorry. But you can also listen on Spotify and of course, Anchor.